Full Jewel sex tape. No. Yes. Full Jewel sex tape. Ah, I got a headache. That sounds ah. like that sounds like uh, ah. City fans to you. I just laughed really hard. Ex Man United goalkeeper Gary Bailey was once forced to deny rumours that he had no penis <laughs> after an Irish journalist. Entails. We're just getting an insight into Baker's uh, internet brand. No, 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 no. Do you want me to, do you want me to, no, 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 do you want me to tell you which one it is? Right, if anyone's listened to this and they think, oh, yeah, that's got to be true, you're mental. Dale Winton, oh my god. <laughs> you look like you've aged five years since you first started this podcast. A BLT is not a sufficient protein source. Sandwiches are very unhealthy for lizards. Lizards aren't my favourite things, but they're above snakes in my reptile list. If you eat too many reptiles, you could turn into a towel. (laughs) You have a dry sense of humour for a reptile. It's very important to dry yourself if you pour hot molten cabbage over your head. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Right. That's how we warm up before the podcast. Um, Basically, we just... Uh, say a sentence. That's vocal cords warmed up. Now. Say a sentence. The other person has to keep it going for until someone laughs, and then we just start it. So, welcome to Go Post Jumpers podcast. What a way to start! Now available in Spanish. Uh, no, is it we, not? We haven't. We're not fluent in Spanish yet. Oh right. Next sorry. year it will be available in Spanish. What's our top five this week? Straight into it, mate. I like Straight it. Straight into it. This week we have top five. Wonder Kids. Top five teenage Wonder Kids. Top five so teenage Wonder Kids. We've got five players that we've decided, not amongst ourselves, we've gone on this separately. Um, yeah. And we've gone with the five players that we think will be the next, the biggest sensations, probably the next five, ten They're going to kick a football really well. I believe they'll play play ball, play with balls. They will, they'll get to an age... Yeah, uh, where they are respected amongst their peers in the footballing community. I hope so. And uh, these are the ones we've chosen. Yeah. And, and are you going to kick off with it? Okay. Am I, am I kicking you off? Go. Or? You go. Number five. Okay. My number five is Phil Foden, the 19-year-old at Man City, uh, BBC Young Sports Personality of the Year, Pep, Pep Guardiola, Pep Guardiola, Pep, Pep Schmardliolas, hailed uh, Foden. Um, and it's a direct quote I see many players as manager this guy has something that is hard to find he already has 18 senior appearances uh, obviously with that man of the match goal winning performance against Spurs last season he's mate he's just got that knack of drifting past opponents got that adhesive control he's special mate unfortunately he's English he looks very very good very promising Um, I'd like to see him under he looks so young he he looks like a child. I mean, he's nineteen. He's a wonder kid. He's a he's a young lad, but yeah, hopefully he's the future of English football. So, I'm with you on that. My number five, yes, the future of Portuguese football. It's Cristiano Felix. Joe Felix. Joe Tell Felix. me more. I don't know much about him. Uh, right. So currently linked with a move to Man City or United. We're not sure. There's probably a million other clubs in Everyone's there. Everyone's linked to Man United. Heavily. Yeah. Every transfer window they are. Uh, heavily linked to Man United or Man City, he's got a hundred and five million pound release clause. Wow! Um, but I, th- I think, I think we've w- we watched him the other night again uh, in front of the cameras for Sky Sports. That was the Na- Nations League against Switzerland. Hmm. Didn't do a whole lot. He's young. Let's be honest. But yeah, he's 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 good in front of goal. Really calm for his age. He's got good good touch, good close control. 
he was he was uh, on the face of Benfica's new kit launch. So what? He, yeah. Oh. I thought you meant his, his face was on the kit. Not on the kit, no, no. <laughs> it's an actual Benfica kit, but he was the they face. They really the... rate him. He is the new sponsor, his face. Just to keep him, yeah. No, he's, he was modelling the new kit. That's not always an indicator of where the players, whether the player's going to stay or go, but... That's big. He, he was... No, it's big. It's big that they rate him. Yeah, I, I, I think there's there's every potential that he'll go and someone will meet that £105 million release clause, so mm. we'll see over the summer. My number four, mate, and I'm going to stick my neck out on the line because with my list, I want to kind of pick out people that, um, well, at least a few of them that no one's heard of, and it's Fabio Silva. Have you ever heard of him? Fabio Silva. Nationality? 15. He's Portuguese. Nope. Never heard of him. It could be another Freddie Adu, but I've watched some games of his, like on YouTube, like not the highlights, like actually. He's not a YouTube footballer, is he? No, because I basically I signed him on Football Manager earlier this season, and I got like he banged so many goals in for me. So naturally, I like looked him up and stuff. Yeah, and he was incredible. Just the way he plays is incredible for a fifteen-year-old. If you had to liken him to a current player that's out there right now, who would you who would you liken him to? For people who don't know who he is, which is It'd be Pretty hard. I don't know because um, he could t- he could change. Like, is he as short? He gets is he older. tall? Is he physical? Is he, he quick? He's, he's he looks nerdy. Okay, A detailed analysis there. Uh, Mate, we <laughs> he um, look. He's. I think he's going to be unbelievable. He's got fourteen goals in thirty-one games for Portugal in the seventeens and the sixteens and fifteens. And he scored five goals in eight games in the UEFA Youth League last season, which and is like the 105 best. 105 goals for you on your football manager as well, which yeah, is the most for, impressive stat. For Dulwich Hamlet, he scored <laughs> 61 goals in 39 games. Impressive. And got like 19 assists. He'll be, he's a kid of the future. Yes. Shall I go with my number four who, uh, who we've all seen play? Mm. It's a uh, former Man City player. It's Raheem, Raheem St- Diaz. Oh, okay. Brahim Diaz, yeah. Uh, City let him go to Madrid uh, not long ago, and I think they faced a, a decision with with a couple of youngsters that were coming out with the likes of Phil Foden, is that they couldn't sustain enough game time for these two players, particularly Phil Foden and, and Brahim Diaz, and they had to make a decision. And Pep Guardiola made it very clear that he was not going to lose Phil Foden. He, he said he's imperative for the future of City. Why not keep them both? Because they're never going to play. One of them had to leave. Both of them aren't going to get into that side. You think of the quality okay. that City have got and then two teenagers rocking in trying to win the league when Liverpool are pushing them that hard. The uh, fact that Man City can afford to just let this guy go. He's made nine appearances for Real Madrid and scored a goal for Real Madrid. He's, he's superb. Are... If anyone hasn't seen him, just have a look at him. See see the way he plays. It's he's so confident on the ball for for a lad his age, uh, but City did cover themselves by the way with that sale. They have got a fifteen percent sell on, and they've got a further forty percent sell on, just in case United try and sign him for Madrid. Oh, so if are. United ever try and sign him, they'll get a further forty percent. So, uh, but yeah, no, he lo- he looks that's ruthless from them. I think I think he'll be better a better player than Phil Foden. That's my personal opinion. I think he will. Fair enough. My number three. Rodrigo Goes or Goes or Goes I don't know to, I don't know how to say it who, who, who is he? Rodrigo can I just let's just call him Goes is it what, Rodrigo, what country? he is Brazilian and who does he play for? I'm surprised you don't know who he is I, I might do I just he, never heard of he um, basically has nine goals in 40 games for Santos 
and oh no never heard he's of him. 18 but he's been playing for Santa since he was 16 his first hat trick for Santa's came when he was 17 so he's a similar sort of players Neymar yeah. he goes uh, linked with uh, Neymar all the time although Rodrigo Goez however you say it doesn't like the comparison he signed for Real Madrid last year for 45 million wow and Real Madrid allowed him to stay at Santos oh wow uh, he wears the number 11 of Neymar at Santos at 17 he's been wearing the number 11 that is pretty impressive look the guy the way he plays like at his age he dictates the tempo of Santos' play at, at 17, 17 years 18 years old, old. he's where I describe him he's a raw and polished dribbler with a low centre of gravity like Aguero yeah um, so he's a he's a, do you say he's a forward yes yeah, he's, he's a forward, forward yeah, yeah. Um, I think he's oh, you're calling me out yeah why do you keep putting me on the spot well, I, th- I thought you might know considering you got into your number three spot no yeah I know but you're saying is he a centre but like you know how like they fluctuate in Brazilian football he's just it just said he was a forward so he's a funny you know he plays up front right but whether he's a centre forward or a striker or a false nine forward I don't know like but, but the you way think he's going to be he's going to be he's going to be incredible yeah from the mount like a lot of people in Brazilian football say he's better than Vincius Jr who's your number three my number three is English it's Callum Hudson-Odoi He's your number three. He's my number three yeah wow so so I th- I did fear for Hudson-Odoi early sort of stages when he started breaking through he was playing in the Europa League he wasn't playing for Chelsea in the Premier League and the problem was uh, Sarri obviously didn't didn't really like him in that in that team and I don't think he trusted him enough but with Sarri possibly leaving obviously Hudson-Odoi got a lot more chances towards the end of uh, this like that last season you never know once he's recovered from that injury, he'll probably stay at at Chelsea now. It seems to offend; they seem to offend it off interest from Bayern, and he looks to be signing a new contract. So potentially, we're about to see the best of Callum Hudson-Odoi and in the Premier League as well. Fair enough. I mean, personally, I don't rate him. Uh, what do you mean? Near the amount you do to put him third as your third best wonder kid in current football. He's he's going to be a good player. Just don't think he's going to be his age. World class, where he is. He's ma- he made his England debut, and I, I tell you what, I was there for his England debut against Czech Republic, and he looked he looked like he belonged on that stage, that level. It did not phase him one bit, and that's that's what I'm. And there's a consistent theme throughout all my players in my in my top five is the level of confidence. You see a lot of kids that are talked about at younger age groups that come through that maybe they, they look like the kids that they actually are on those pitches, whereas uh, Hudson-Odoi uh, doesn't. He looks like he looks like he belongs there. So that's why he's got there for me. And and I, th- I think he'll be really special. Fair enough. Number two, I've got, uh, everyone kind of knows him, Vincius Jr. of Real Madrid. Uh, started a Flamengo. Um, he's 18, but it's, it's, you know, seven goals in 37 games when he's 16. Uh, obviously joined Real Madrid for a transfer of 46 million so there's parallels there with him and Rodrigo Goez it's almost like in Brazilian football everyone's kind of like arguing who's the better starlet Rodrigo Goez or Vincent Junior both Uh, of them will be at Madrid what a lucky fucking country Um, to be arguing over that yeah I, I Again, I, Vinicius Junior. I've I've seen Real Madrid enough. Is it Vinicius, Vinicius. Yeah, <laughs> I can't pronounce things. I've seen Real Madrid enough this season and how bad they've been. So to stand out in that team wouldn't have been hard. But I don't think he he's necessarily done enough 
for me to get into that top five. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about him and he does look like he's, you know, he's got a bag of tricks. He's very quick. Uh, he, he's got a shot on him, but I haven't seen anything personally that I think he he gets onto this list currently. Mm. Currently, we, ne- we never know. Zidane might take him onto that next level next season. You don't know. But for me right now, I don't think he gets near any of my players that I've put on there who are actually, I think they have, they are proven with the exception of maybe Brahim Diaz. I think everyone's proven it last season. So I'm going to go with my number two. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, German forward. It's Kai Havertz. How do you spell that? K-A-I. That's Kai. Oh, okay, that's, go, yeah. on, go on, crack on. Uh, have a look at him. Midfielder. I'm sh- oh my God, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. I oh, know he does. Surely you would have seen him this season. He's on the verge and potentially to a, a big money move to Bayern Munich. Yeah, seven oh goals in his last seven games for Leverkusen. How have I not heard of this guy? He's... 19 and he's already played 88 games for Leverkusen and 24 yeah. goals yeah okay 17 goals three assists stupid. season in, in Bundesliga if you don't know him have a look just have a look at some of his highlights from last season uh, but obviously I, I followed a bit of Bundesliga football because I feel like it's one of the most exciting leagues in terms he's of goals Germany already yeah and he'll he'll be German, one of Germany's best players I, I'm fully confident of that He, I think he might be actually possibly the best player on this list that I've featured currently uh, but he's good both fit both uh, both feet he's confident again one of those players who gets on the ball not afraid to try something new he's tall he's strong he can um, he can finish so I think he'll be he'll be everything that he promises to be and I think everything that Bayern are looking for in a new a new forward there's parallels to Mesa Ozil apparently according to a few articles I'm seeing he, he's compared a lot to him I don't um, think his style is similar to Mesut Ozil but then he's been compared to former Leverkusen players like Michael Balak Tony Cruz and Balak maybe he's Vidal. a closer like the, but the, even even Balak look who he's been compared to Vidal oh, yeah. Balak Cruz and yeah. Ozil that must show that he's a very well, versatile player he played as uh, in that th- in that three that, that Leverkusen played last season but more as a as kind of the the forward going player out of the out of three but I think he's got a lot more to offer than maybe Ozil ever has in terms of his goal scoring ability uh, so I, I do think Kai Havertz we, Germany have got a real player on their hands and possibly Bayern Munich will when they if they sign him you've got your number one Baker who is your number one so I'm just I'm just googling how to pronounce Matis Matij Delict Matthias Delict. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I can't you pronounce anything. You the most anything. talked about footballer on the planet I, probably right now. Okay, I don't know why I can't pronounce fucking foreign names, but he's my number one, 100%. Matthias Ma- Ma- Delict. Matthias Delict. Matthias Delict. How Matthias is that Matthias? M-A-T-T-H-I-J-S. Matthias Delict. 100% my number one, yeah, mate. Um, yeah. I, I think he's just the most exciting player under the age of 20 full stop and people won't choose him because he's a centre half I, the, if you looked at the way he spoke in Ajax's uh, promotion party um, in front of yeah. all of those thousands of people it was like it was like Edwin van der Sar being up there giving a speech when he was 38 he's like, clearly got a lot of leadership qualities he, and I, the reason he isn't he's, ca- not he's on already my list. captain the reason he's not on he's my list 19. Though, is because I've gone with teenage wonder kids as my, your number like one? you said, most exciting players. Um, and I, I, I thought all of these players because they're forward going players. That's where I've gone for. What's your, what's your number one? My number one is Jaden Sancho. Okay, so I think, uh, I'm only asking not to like 
ruin it or anything. Like, you've got a forward there with Jaden Sancho, yeah. unbelievable player, but you've got to take into account players from different positions. All of your players are forwards. Yeah. Because that's what that's the way I looked at this list. I what thought Donana rumor for AC Milan. <laughs> Have another go. Do not. You mean Gianluigi Donnarumma, the goalkeeper? That was very close. I don't. I. It, it doesn't excite me. Look, yeah, Delict, that, someone like Delict, a wonder kid is someone who's going to become a world class player. Yeah, of course. And I, I not world no class forwards. I don't think anyone doubts that Delict will be that. And he might. He's he's not far off there already. His partnership with Van Dijk internationally could be something that that goes on for probably the next five seasons, five years, and they that could be the staple to to what they're kind of trying to build with the Netherlands team, but. At the moment, I'm not looking at him as an exciting player. I don't. He's not get up off your seat player, and that's why I've kind of gone for these five. Is that Jaden Sancho pretty much epitomises get up off your seat? You watch him play; he's so direct. Every single game, again, the confidence he's got to run with the ball, to try different things. His assist record in the Bundesliga is unbelievable, and I think for me, the most important thing that we can do, with the exception of of keeping De Gea United for United's point of view I think the most important thing we could do is is try and sign him up because he will be he will be something that I think I think you're looking at a player that's going to be 100 150 million but how can you choose right um, all of those players over Delit, who has already played for Netherlands 16 times two yeah. goals Ajax 77 times and a team before Young Ajax which is obviously their youth team how is he not on your list I just it, I, I've he's, gone for players that get me off number off one my property seat. right now this second he's number one property they get me they get me excited these players when I watch them delict as, as okay, much so as you're, I'd love sorry to your your definition of a wonder kid is obviously different to mine then yeah right? possibly the, if we're looking at the top five best players for, in that age group then delict is is bang up there of course to me a wonder kid is the best player like most promising players in all positions yeah. under the age of 20. It's like when you pick the best player of the season in the Premier League, you have to look at every position. So you're going to say that, but then two of your players, one of them is Vinicius Junior, who mm. you, if you tell me that he's better than Jaden Sancho is right now, then you're high. If you're going to tell me that that guy for Santos is playing at a different level compared to Kai Havertz. Yeah, but our definitions are different, isn't it? I'm trying to like find who are the players that are going to get 10 times better than what they are right. now. Yeah. I can't see Hudson Adoy becoming world class. I can't see like as good as Yedin Sancho is. I th- you are obsessed with him. I don't think he is going to become as successful as Delit is. Do you see what I'm saying? I see I see what you're saying, but at the same time the transformation from what they are now to like I can't see Yedin Sancho becoming that much better. We'll, we'll look back on this in maybe five years' time, and it's recorded. And I fully believe Jaden Sancho will be one of the best players, one of the best forwards in the world, one hundred percent. Kai Havertz, I think, will be one of Germany's best no, players. I, if I not agree Germany's with that, best player I agree. In, in a couple of years' time, we'll talk about it in five years' time. Um, but those next. are our number ones. So I got Jaden Sancho. You had Delict. Yep. Uh, what have we got next, though? Next up is two lies and a truth. I got it right. <laughs> You're already laughing. <laughs> I forgot. You're already laughing. Okay. So I don't like got, it. I don't so like got, that you're already laughing at this. Two lies and a truth. 
part of the show where I tell Baker three stories. I tell you guys, the listeners, three stories. You've got to guess which one you think is the correct story and which are the two lies among them. Shall we kick it off with number one? Yeah, be warned, Alex is about to try and mess with your head. So when you think, yeah, 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 that's that's, that's true. It's not. Number one. Former Scotland international Gary Caldwell met his wife, Lindsay, when playing for Hibernian. Lindsay was removed from the stadium that day after she ran onto the pitch as a streaker who caught Gary's eye. (laughs) What a tale of two lovebirds. I mean, I saw that bird who ran on the... I sound so insensitive to women. I saw that woman who ran on the pitch uh, in the Champions League final. Yeah. Attractive woman. I can see how a footballer could be like, oh, do you know what? We She's all right. Especially Talk to the steward. Well. Can you get a number after the game? Icto facto, they're in love. Next story. Okay. So that's Caldwell's streak of wife. We have number two. It's Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker once took a shit on the pitch in the middle of an England game and wiped his bum on the pitch. No. <laughs> you don't think Gary Lineker would have done that in the middle of an England game? Okay. He took a shit on the pitch. Okay. Wiped his bum. <laughs> Number three. Ah. We've got one time Fulham manager Felix Magat. Gary Lineker shat on a football pitch <laughs> yeah. and wiped it. Uh, wiped his bum on the pitch. And what do you mean? Wa- sh- what, with toilet paper? Well, I don't know. What do you mean he wiped his bum on the pitch? I haven't thought it through that much. Did that actually... So, right, okay. Number three. Yeah, fucking... One time Fulham manager Felix Magat was criticised for his unique training methods at the London club when he introduced his players to an alpaca. The former Bayern Munich coach asked the players to study the creature's defensive rigidity. Magat was uh, shortly sacked. For introducing his team to an alpaca. For introducing his team to an alpaca. So when he had his appraisal, it was like... Look, Felix. Um, yeah, mate. Uh, great start. G- great, great start. Look, less. You llamas. spent a bit too much money, bit too much money, and everything. But what the fuck is up with our, that alpaca? Like, what was that doing in the changing room? You don't think he could have. Uh, he could have introduced some defensive rigidity. No, nope. alpacas. No, no. So we've got we've Gary got Nicker shitting on a pitch and wiping his ass. we've got an alpaca getting a football manager fired yes and someone meeting their wife who was a streaker so we've got yeah obviously streaker wife obvi- let's go through that no, obviously every single person who's listening to this is going to pick the first story I promise one of them okay so, well there have to be two but everyone's going to pick that first story okay, okay so you would say that former Scotland international Gary Caldwell met his wife who was a streaker on that day that's how he met her no she ran on the pitch naked no 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 no. I was just pointing out the the, the, the psychological right okay drama so you think I'm trying of to trick what your... you do the normal person would choose the first story because I've done this a few times with you now you, I I okay. think I think um, the Felix McGath one is true so Felix McGath do you remember him at Fulham? I don't think it's true very brief spell uh, yeah he was weird Yes, he. Yeah, so you don't think like he employed a uh, an alpaca to to demonstrate his? No, you don't think so. I said that one's true. Oh, you I said don't that think one's it's true. true. But I'm just going to pick. I'm just going to randomly pick one now. And what about Gary Lineker pooing on a pitch? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, you say, you're saying that because of because of how far we've gone with this. Yeah. What, so Gary Lineker, let's think. Let's picture of it. He's <sighs> he's in the middle of a game. He needs a shit. 
I know his shit would smell of cheese and onion crisps. Cheese and onion crisps. He's had an overload of cheese and onion crisps. He's running. It's an England game. It's important. He needs a poo. Has a poo. Wipes his bum. Carries on. I've seen marathon runners shit themselves. Like, that's quite... Have pop- you? No, not Marathon Runner, sorry. You know Iron Man? The Iron Man... Oh, yeah, but that's a different level. Yeah, I know, but it's quite common, by the way, in the Iron Man thing, if you if you know what's involved, it's no. very intensive. Is that the running, swimming, Yeah, it's biking? insane. Well, a guy I knew done it, and the guy in front of him had shit dribbling down his legs, and he was just oh, carrying God. on. And he said when he ran past him, he instantly threw up and carried on. <laughs> but, so maybe that could be true. Right, okay, so let's rule out one. We've got Coldwell Streaker Wife, we've got Lineker Poopitch, and we've got Alpaca Mabags. Felix Magat sacked after bringing an alpaca into into the training. You don't, you don't think that's possible? Which one are you going I've for? already chosen Felix Magath because the first one is just too easy. So Coldwell Streaker Wife is out. I think the first story is your Easter egg kind of thing. <laughs> it's your one to kind of throw me off. It's but the one to you're not yeah. getting me this time. So, Caldwell's Streaker Wife is out. We are left with the Lineker Poopitch and Alpaca Mabags. That's Felix McGat. And you're going to go with Hang Felix on, just, is, is the story called Alpaca Mabags? I, I, <laughs> I named it Alpaca Mabags. Mate, fair play. That's brilliant. I'm sorry I completely ignored that. <laughs> Alpaca Mabags. Which one? So, you're going to stick with brilliant. that? So, you're going to say Felix McGat did bring in an alpaca to the, the Fulham training session and was sacked shortly Yeah, I've after. said it six times now. That so, I'm okay. You ready to find out? No, because what happens is you say, "Are you ready to find out?" And then, then you say, "No." This is one of the episodes that I'm. I'm actually going to announce it right now. What we didn't talk about? Are you actually ready? saying it now? Yeah. Okay. What is it? So the answer is, Felix McGuire. We'll find out at the end of the show. Yeah. Twat. Twat. What's happening? Making my way downtown to call someone a twat. To call someone a twat. <laughs> right now, you can't make fun of the theme song because that was brilliant. That was great. <laughs> that was, it was that the was fact great. you just had to sit in silence for I 20 seconds right while I, I searched like, for the what video. What are you doing? Mate, it is the twat list. My favourite part of the show. This is where I... <laughs> that was great. Yeah. This, is, this is where I... Choose who I believe is a bit of a twat or done. <laughs> Why are you nodding your head like that? <laughs> yeah. Who uh, I think is a twat or done something at least a bit twatish in the world of football. And the way we go about it is you have to guess, you meaning the audience, and you, Alex. Yes. Using three cryptic clues, which I've got for you now, and they're just as great as those are. So which I'm never successful at, but we'll give it a go. Have you got a pen ready to write it down? I have right okay. here. Let's go. Because I like to know what you've noted down <laughs> while we're doing it. So, as an example, in a previous one, um, we had Alan Brazil, and the clues was like famous gardener, which was uh, and Alan Titchmarsh, and then ah, oh, I like the feel of those. Get rid of that though; it's ruining everything. Bra, bras, because bras, yeah. And then uh, ill, Alan Bras ill, ill was I'm shitting myself in the toilet that all day. It, yeah. You get it, you get a point. Yeah, really easy as you can see. So yeah, let's go for this week's one. I'm hoping just to notch one on my list. Hopefully, I've got. I've, I, I'll be happy if I get one name. That put it that way. Yeah, if I okay. get a first name. Let's kick it off. Clue number one. The opposite to Woody. Clue number one. The opposite 
to Woody. The opposite to Woody. Is that like a forest? Clue number so, two. Just an open field. Clue number two. I hate putting my hands in my pocket mainly because of this. Uh, <laughs> I hate putting my hands in my pocket mainly because of this. So you've got something just gross in your pocket. Don't ruin it for everyone because they want to guess. I promise you I won't ruin it for everyone because I will not get it. What, would you, why won't you get it? Because I never do. It's not that hard. So that's the hand in the pocket one. Okay. Clue number three. I, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> Clue number... I, I can't read it. Don't ask me to read it. I don't remember what it is. So we've got... <laughs> tell me you've... This is your twat list. <laughs> How do you not remember what it is? Oh, wait, is this one of your clues? Yeah. I don't... Oh. I can't read my writing. No, no, no. Oh, it's I thought not, that was one of your clues. I, I, right, I think I remember it. It was something to do with a queen. Like, okay, I know. Wow, um, this I, could not... I thought... No, this... I'd love this to... can't get more vague. It just got more vague. I'd love to go see the queen, but those guys with hats on are ruining everything. Uh. So, I'd love to go see the queen... But those guys with hats on are ruining everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. Clue number one. The opposite to Woody. The opposite to Woody. Clue number two. I hate putting my hands in my pocket mainly because of this. This. Clue number three. I'd love to go see the Queen, but those guys with hats on are ruining everything. Those guys with hats on are ruining everything. Yeah. Well, have you got anything written down? Yeah, loads. Have you got the answer? No. Okay, why? Absolutely not. Okay. So, I don't know why? It's do you want me to go through what I've written down, or should we wait like, For everyone wait listening, by the way, who's already got this, I apologise that Alex is very slow. Oh, please, someone, everyone, just tell Baker how hard this is. He he has no idea. No one has told me how hard it is. Therefore, it's easy. I've got. Do you want me to read out what I've got? Or yeah, what? What did you so get? For you clue said number one. The opposite of Woody. Yes. So this is a foot. Is, is this a footballer? Just before we go any further. The yeah, the, yeah it's a footballer. Yeah, so it's a footballer. It's an actual current playing current footballer. playing footballer. So you said the opposite to Woody. I thought Buzz. Okay. I was thinking on the right line. I was I was thinking Toy Story. On the right. I don't lines. know many Toy Story characters. On the right lines. Okay. Clue number two. Hey, I hate putting my hands in my pocket mainly because of this. this. Now, this is because you are poor, or you are cheap, or you... What? You don't like put, putting your hand... To put your hand in the poor. pocket, it's a phrase, like... No. To, to pay for something. I'm not clever enough to know phrases. Oh, okay. So, you hate putting your hands in the pocket because it's... Because of this. It's a type of cabbage. It's not a type of cabbage. There's no way it's a type of... It's not a type of cabbage. No. I would have been. I would have been better off with the type of cabbage. I have no idea. So yeah, and that is, and that is number three. You've got about the queen. I'd love to go see the queen. You'd love to go see the queen. But those guys, those guys with hats on are ruining everything. Those okay. guys, the guys with the hats on are ruining everything. I want to go see the queen. She's really lovely. I want to go give her a hug and everything. But those guys with the so I had like guards, like queen guards. I had Good. Guards. Well done, guard. There we go. You are very much. Do you know what you say that this? quiz is hard you are extremely close to guessing it like so i think i've got close. it really okay the answer 
is going to be revealed at the end of the show. I'm looking forward to it. Let's this. see if I Alex might, got it. I might have actually got it. It'd be great if you didn't. <sighs> I'm all ears, Baker. We've reached the end of the show. No, we haven't. Oh. I was just excited to know all the listeners. We've actually got uh, Baker's football scoop. And that is going to be where Baker tells me a few things about the world Look, of football. Look, if you don't want to do football no, scoop, then whatever. No, I, right, I see I see how it is now. <laughs> we've reached the end of the show. You just tried cutting me out. Sorry. No, I was joking. Um, so we've reached the end of the show where... Uh, no, I'm joking. We've got to the point where Baker tells me... Yeah, is football scoop. And that's going to be his stories from around the world of football that maybe I haven't heard of. He's going to enlighten me. I am indeed. And the first one is entitled, and this is a bit of a historic one, it's not current, The 10-Minute Manager. Ah. One of the most common ways of unemployment is structural unemployment. Okay? Right. This is when a person loses her and his job because their skills are no longer deemed necessary by the top members of the hierarchy. Okay. Okay, fair. So this usually happens at like an industrial development or a change in structure. In our case, Leroy Rosenar. Have you ever heard of him? Leroy Rosenar. Rosenar. Rosen- Rosenar. How do you spell it? So he fell prey to the latter. Uh, basically, it cost his job in 2007. Uh, it lasted for just 10 minutes in his job as football manager of Torquay United. So he was a manager of Torquay. For 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then the tour keyboard thought 10 minutes after basically, him. Basically, the departing owner, Mike Bateson, wanted someone to manage the club until its sale was completed. Right. So it made it, it was more suitable for people buying it. Okay. And luckily for Leroy, um, when the guy came in, which was pretty much completed um, straight away after like he was announced, yeah. um, he was the, the new owner said, yeah, you're no longer required. So... Ten minutes. What I'd like to know is, did he get any sort of raise or did he get any sort of bonus for no for stepping into that role? Because that would be great. How would I know that? Well, I just thought you might have it's researched talk- it because well, you've got the whole story in I front of you. I have researched it. I'm not going to know his wage. Well, I thought it'd be interesting I, I, to see if I thought you researched it. Do you want me to tell him how old his kids are? Yes. Like how much he has left on his mortgage. Please do. I think I everyone would like to know. Researched it. Stop calling so me you've, out. So you've got. You've got this guy who comes into this job. Yeah, Leroy. And he's literally 10, min- literally ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And is that a world record? Well, it has to be. It's got to be a world record. Has to be, surely. He's, he's known as the 10-minute manager now. Well, yeah, he is literally known as a 10... He must have... He must felt like the guy who earned a date to the prom party but was ditched the moment they entered through the doors. Because, like, imagine how shit that would be. Like, you, you would have told family members... He must have known the score before going in. There's no way you just take the job. He, he must. They must have said, right, look, Leroy, we need you in just as a temporary position. It's a figurehead role. You're not actually going to be doing anything. You're a temporary manager until the completion of the sale. Uh, we may think it be going. It's going through today or tomorrow. Yeah, and he would have said yes. Uh, and got a giant. I bonus. don't think so. I think he's just a very lucky guy. Next story, mate. Mm-hmm. When football becomes a war. So, Pele once dubbed the game as the beautiful game. Very yeah. commonplace. While, you know, football does divide certain people's opinions, it's one of the very few things that allows people to momentarily forget about the real problems of the world. It's a, a bit of escapism, like going to watch a film, football's kind of like that. But, unfortunately, 
1969, during a World Cup qualifier game in Honduras, Honduras, the host beat El Salvador 1-0 thanks to a last-minute goal. This basically, mate, prompted the fans in the stadium to go wild as fights broke out, the stadium being torched, etc. The media of both nations yeah. uh, essentially like continued the friction. It was basically friction caused in the media, but it stemmed from football. A few and caused if, by a football game. Exactly. Between it, two further countries. animosity uh, through the media, uh, just disrespecting each other in their outlets, except in El Salvador papers, Honduras papers. Wow. The following leg was played in El Salvador and things went over the top. They played a second leg? Yeah, yeah, they played a second leg. Like, oh, should we... Oh, that went well. Uh, Should we play a second leg? Yeah, things went over the top, essentially, after um, the El Salvador hotel was torched by the Honduras team. Of course. Um, In the dark of the night. In in the middle of the night. Uh, but obviously they escaped luckily and sca- honestly this is a story that just no one, gets did anyone more die? mental did anyone die? just hold on this story just gets more and more oh, mental no. so everyone escaped unscathed uh, obviously disoriented by the event the wayside lost the encounter um, being Honduras oh sorry uh, El Salvador and chaos ensued where outside as cars were set on fire in the streets shop windows were broken um, the it was so much brutality that there was a new record in the hospitals for um, oh, injuries, fatalities, etc. And then things went completely out of hand on July 14th, 1969, when the military got involved and a fully fledged fucking war oh. between the two countries took place. The war began with the Salvadoran Air Force bombing the Honduras borders. Right, so there's no way this. All of this came from just that a football, football game. Ball game. Just that one game. Uh, yep. Uh, in 1969, um, Honduras beat El Salvador and it caused a war between both countries. That feels like it should be in my uh, in my two lies and a truth. Um, kind of. Because I wouldn't have believed that. Which is what I wanted for this not to be. Right. Um, but I, I, if you told me that, I'd believe it because there's no way you could come up with that. Jeez. That's so insane. Like, when I read it, I was like, I had to keep rereading it. So it was a it was a full out war because of one football game madness. Yep. Indeed. And the last story, mate. I touched upon Pele. Yeah. At the start of the last um the last story. The last story. This one is Pele's lucky shirt. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay, so you know, all of us have some kind of rituals buried deep in the dungeons of our subconscious mind, things we hold dear of, especially superstitious people. I'm very superstitious. Are you superstitious? Absolutely not. I'm insanely superstitious. No, I'm not. Insanely. I'll walk over three drains under a ladder. Oh, no. I mean, in terms of football, it's only in terms of football. Right. So it's, It seems like a lot of players are superstitious. Yeah, it's very common. They all talk about Neil it. Neil Warnock, massively superstitious. Eats the same breakfast before every game, etc. Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, so all of us have, you know, all these rituals. Footballers, as you said, are no different. Um, one of the most celebrated players of all time, Pele, also relied on a certain ritual when he played as optimum best and overrated. It what? was okay. Let's not go into that. That. Uh, that. During the mid sixties, when Pele's form slumped really bad, yeah. and it did very famously, um, everyone was perplexed what was happening. Basically, Pele was worried himself. Like, he didn't know what the cause was of this downward spiral. Yeah. And after a lot of analysis, he came up with a genuine cause. He'd given his lucky shirt to a Santos fan, which in turn caused his demise. Right. Of course it did. Hold on. So he hired 
Pele hired a detective to get back what he had given away to this van. And after a very long search, etc., the detective that Pele hired brought him back the shirt. The exact shirt. And Pele got back to his best right afterwards. Lucky, isn't it? So, fun fact, Pele's lucky shirt was actually never found. And what the detective gave him was his jersey from the previous game. So it was a placebo. As say, it's all in the mind. But look, that's, was a, a, placebo. that's yeah. a true thing that happened. Oh, no, I, I know that... He got so bad at football in that point, and he was, you know, the best player in the world at the point. Yeah. That just a bit of confidence. It just stemmed down to just Football's losing confidence. a confidence game. And, exactly. And that's why so many clubs employ sports psychologists. It's... It is, it is a giant part of the game. You, you look at the difference between some players with confidence, without confidence. Fernando Torres is mm. a classic example. Alexis Sanchez currently. Imagine if Ronaldo ever had a dip in confidence. Not that that would ever happen with Cristiano Ronaldo. But that guy's built his whole career off his, his self-confidence, his belief in himself and how far he can take take his game. So, yeah, I, you, you'll fully believe that, that Pele would have been superstitious because a lot, a lot of those players are. Very superstitious. Oh, you said he was overrated. Uh, yeah, I do. Not okay. Overrated at the time. Yeah, he was the best player Very in the world. Very quickly sum it up because I've seen this argument on Twitter just drag on and on. Yeah, we won't go through all of this, but if you think he's anywhere near Cristiano Ronaldo and uh, Lionel Messi in particular, Messi, you, you he's, he was never even close. Let's. Not, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. His goal record, a lot of it came against in friendlies against teams that were you can look at all his records for for his goals not on the same not on the same stage as Messi I'm not having it there you go Palais overrated goalposts or jumpers Head there it is first. did second. you enjoy that mate football scoop bit of a I historical like one scoop yeah it confused it confused me I, I didn't I didn't expect there to be a did you know any of those war. stories like do you know any of them so stories? you had the full out war yeah full out war you had the manager who sacked after 10 minutes which you and didn't know he had any bonuses because you didn't do your research. Yeah, okay, I remember yeah, I'm that so, one. I'm, I'm supposed to know his wage. Apparently. And then you, we had the uh, Pele shirt. Yeah, I'm not surprised by Pele shirt. Pele shirt because he seems like that sort of that type of bloke. So, fun fact: I met Pele and shook his hand. I've got a photo with him. Have you actually? I have indeed. Wow. Yes, shook his hand in Cardiff. See, told you he's overrated. It's all over, I think. No. Here we are, mate. At the end of another small post for Numbers podcast. If you uh, don't say the actual very, name, very no one will know who we are. For another podcast to be finished here at the small post for Jumpers. The goal post for Jumpers podcast. Yeah, so we're at the end. We've got a few things to run through before we go. The first thing that we're going to run through is going is it, to is, be... Is it Leroy's weekly wage at Torquay? It is. We Apparently found I out don't do my research he, got, well. he got five pounds and a... Bag of chips and a curly whirly. And I was half eaten. Oh, take a curly whirly. Yeah, I'd have one. Uh, so we've got twat list and we've got the two lies and a truth to run through. Let's go with twat list first. Go with twat list because I actually think I might I might have it this week. Okay, so clue number one was the opposite to Woody. Uh, clue number two: I hate putting my hands in my pocket mainly because of this. Clue number three: I'd love to go see the Queen, but those guys are hats on and ruin everything. Clue number one: What would you have? Okay, so I went with. With Woody, I went with Toy Story. Yes. I went with Buzz initially, but once I realised after the two trues, that the two trues, the two clues, there it was actually Jesse. 
Okay, because that is his opposite. Second clue, I I hate putting my hands in my pocket mainly because of this. And when I think about it now, is it lint? Yes. And then you've got the final one, which is I'd love to go see the Queen, but those guys, the Welsh Guards is what they're called, actually. So they're guards. The hats on are ruining everything. Guards. So what is it? It's Jesse Lingard. And he's a twat because basically he needs to stop doing all of this stupid dancing on the football pitch, all these stupid YouTube videos. I just don't like it. Roy Keane hates it as well. And anything Roy Keane hates, I hate. But Roy Keane hates the world, so you must He's hate the, the world. the best person. I think with Jesse, it's come to a point where his, his off-the-field antics kind of become the focus rather than on the pitch. And because that, of how and he that acts. that's when it's a problem. Like a moron. But like it's cringeworthy. And he's... He's. I love. I love Jesse Lingard as a player. I love it, and a, and as a person, he seems overrated like top. as well. Yeah, but who who's who's rating him? A lot of people rate him. Uh, no, all I'm seeing is pure hate for Jesse Lingard. Good. Same. Well, I hate him. I I think he, I think he gets a lot of stick. And this whole Paul Pogba stuff needs to get in the fucking sea, mate. I hate it. How they act on that pitch, it just goes through me. Even. I, it's just it's, all this like dancing and stuff. It's just cringy because they do it and then they lose. And then you're as as a Man United fan, surely you must be embarrassed when they do that stuff and you lose, and they're gifting the opposition bait. I'm not to really make fun of you. No, I'm not really embarrassed. I think you've got players, eleven players on that pitch when Jesse Lingard is on there, who are all equally performing at probably the same level last season. Now the problem with with Jesse is he's he's bringing his all the all the light on onto himself, and everyone else is kind of getting away with it. Marcus Rashford and Jesse Lingard seem to be the targets at the moment between the United fans uh, for some reason we've got two lads that we brought through the academy let's actually get behind them obviously obviously I do I don't dis- I don't agree with you're getting the way very defensive over this yeah because I I would be defensive because I, I think people look f- so much how can you not think it. he's a bit oh, of a Pogba's, Pogba's haircut means that he's played bad nothing to do bad. with that is how oh, he acts Jesse Lingard dances so right, that means he's a bad player I, I, I am I do feel strongly about this okay. because I, I do see so many United fans get on their backs. Let's have a look at other Premier League teams or other big teams. I think we should be celebrating the fact we've got these players that have come through our academy um, and they're still still in the United team. They're playing for England. They're full full internationals. And I think we should get off their back a bit. But okay. we, need, we need to see an upturn in form. Two lies and a truth, mate. Come so on. We had, Go on it for days. We had... Coldwell's streaker wife that was former Scotland international Gary Coldwell met his wife Lindsay when playing for Hibs Lindsay was removed from the stadium that day after she ran onto the pitch as a streaker and we've got Lineker Pupic that is Gary Lineker once took a shit on the pitch in the middle of an England game is the story Lineker Pupic yeah just Pupic (laughs) Pupic Pupic and he wiped his bum on the pitch and then we've got the the last story which you've gone with as your truth which is Alpaca Mabags that is one time Fulham manager Felix Magat was criticised for his unique training methods uh, at the London club when he introduces players to an alpaca genius title the former Bayern Munich coach asked the players to study the creature's defensive rigidity he was sacked shortly after yeah, yeah, yeah. so that one is actually you're going with alpaca bags you think that's the truth are you ready I guess mate I don't know like, the what? true story 
It's none of them. Is Lineker poo pitch? Gary Lineker once took a shit on the pitch in the middle of an England game and wiped his bum how, on the pitch. How would he do that though? He how, had a poo. How can you have a shit on, on a the football pitch? pitch in front of tens of thousands? And of there's people. a video of it. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Is there a video? There's a video. He sat down. Now yeah. a lot of England, a lot of England fans, uh, particularly, will probably know this because there are iconic moments. Oh my god! I'm so excited. I think was it the it was the the Gary Lineker. The top thing on YouTube is Gary Lineker poos himself on the pitch. It's going to be true. To us. Have a look at the video. Well, not that you'd want to look at the video, but if you've got the chance. <laughs> he's rubbing his ass on the field, and he's. Yeah. <laughs> he just said it was. He was very fortunate that it rained that night. Yeah. It's you, quite shocking, isn't it? That is gross, mate. That's so embarrassing. Fair enough. That's a brilliant one. You've outdone yourself there, mate. Um, <laughs> right, let's wrap the show up. What have we learned? Gary we Lineker. Learned uh, Gary Lineker poos himself. Doesn't care where he goes. Pitch. Someone was sacked after 10 minutes. Um, there was a war because of football. Pele superstitious. Pele superstition. And, and let's go back to the actually talking of overrated maybe overrated players we've got the top five wonder kids so we've actually learned that Baker thinks Delict will be the best player that the world has ever seen yeah and I think Jaden Sancho will be okay there, there we go. go like that's that, that we'll readdress this in five years and we'll see who has five the years career. time 100% until then we'll see you uh, next week no first of all please like and subscribe on oh, uh, we've got to plug ourselves yeah. got, got to on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Twitter at G4J Podcast and hit that five star rating we do appreciate it we're trying to climb up the charts as quickly as, as we can at goalposts for jumpers on Instagram you got it out I, do, I, was, I, was in, I was in flow there mate you just interrupted <laughs> me it's like I've got I've, I've got to do this really thanks quickly. for listening guys we do appreciate it go follow <laughs> us go subscribe hit the five star and we'll see you next week thanks a lot thank you cheerio bye now bye friends that. and small posts for jumpers bye bye, bye. see ya Sorry, you finished. Bye. They think it's all over. It's <laughs>